1: Hello and welcome to my favorite murder. The mini COD. The mini times when we tell you your many, many stories. So you, you've written so many
0: stories <laughs> into us, and now we're going to present them to you. Back at you. Hometowns. Things that have happened to you that got you into true crime in the first place. That's, that was the original. Yeah. Now we've gone off into ghost stories. We've gone off into sinkholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gone off into... Oh, we should probably tell people... No one else needs to tell us about the lady that fell into her own wall and then was discovered there years later.
1: Or that the, someone's parents found a an basement in their kitchen. Yes. Yes. It was a wine cellar. It was a wine cellar. We got that
0: one. Fine. We've we're updated now. I kind of love it because it was it's like our own Google alert. Where yeah. Anytime like anytime there's a sinkhole that happens around the globe. I'm the first yeah. one that knows about it. It's pretty great. It's there's no complaints over here. Yeah. But this is specifically um, this is where we. Gather all those stories yeah. and then retell them to you
1: it's almost like the the just the weird stories that you can't tell anyone else yeah we just want your weird stories bring your weird stories here and then we'll tell everybody else yeah about them and yeah for example yeah are you ready i'm ready
0: the subject line of this is john belushi haunted my baby brother <gasps> Dear Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Pets, I've been wanting to write to you for some, uh, for a long time. And finally, during a recent and still active binge of the podcast, got the inspiration. I grew up in the suburbs of Los Angeles with my parents, younger sister, and younger brother. My brother, at the time of the story takes place, was two to three years old. Okay. Our, um. One day our house's septic tank backed up and flooded our entire house oh. My mother, being who she is, decided that the only place that could comfortably house a family of five Was the Chateau Marmont Oh, girl Oh,
1: damn Oh, by the way, these are all Los Angeles-based because we're having our Los Angeles show this week
0: Oh, that's right, in celebration of the Orpheum show that we get to do for you guys this week
1: mm-hmm.
0: all of, Stephen pulled all uh L.A. County, mm-hmm.
1: I went with some Burbank and some Glendale,
0: yeah, yeah. You're going all, all over, yeah. You Sprinkled the best of the best, um, so that's what these are. Okay. So, once we're talking about the Chateau Marmont, uh-huh. you know, we're in Hollywood, baby. Shit, girl. So, so, uh, this mother of threes, like, let's get this whole act down to the Chateau yeah. Marmont. You know what? This is disgusting. Was let's do it? Was your mother candy spelling, um. <laughs> Okay, so we moved into one of the bungalows, a (gasps) two-bedroom standalone house perched above the pool, which just so happened to be the same bungalow in which John Belushi died from an (gasps) overdose in 1982. Shut up. Uh Uh-huh my parents took the master bedroom my sister and i shared the second bedroom and my brother who was still in a crib got a large walk-in closet enjoy throw your kid in the closet <laughs> uh, strange little things would happen in the house like smoke alarms going off for no reason they do that all the time mm-hmm. doors slamming shut that's the wind lights turning on and off electricity yeah that's how lights work <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> an overall feeling that there was just some sort of energy around you mm. and it wasn't a negative energy just a presence that you could feel like a soft breeze blowing Ooh. by you well well that's the breeze uh, that's called a breeze my toddler brother began waking up during the night calling for my mom she would repeatedly go check on him and comfort him and tell him to go back to sleep. One night she asked what was bothering him and he replied, The funny man woke me (gasps) up. He wants to play Cars. She would frequently hear my brother talking to himself while playing And strange things continued to happen throughout the bungalow One day my brother was playing in his room My mom walked by and saw him sitting on the floor She walked into the kitchen for a couple of minutes And then when she walked back in to look in on him He was no longer on the floor but standing up in his crib Uh. Since she knew he couldn't climb up in there himself She asked him how he got there (gasps) The funny man helped me. The funny man. He said. This is absolutely the beginning of one of the insidious movies. Yeah. I'm positive. This is a a cheap and... Uh, ultimately boring uh, horror movie. Oh my God. That you're setting up. Um, no offense, not boring to you. <laughs> I see a lot of those movies. Really boring. <laughs> uh, we eventually changed bungalows. Good plan. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't hear any more about, about the funny man.
1: Yeah, but like the funny man, like stay there because at the other bungalow it might be the scary man. The, exactly right. The it, mean man. It might be. <laughs> the funny man is like your best possible fucking. Possibility. Think
0: about all the other crazed asshole drug addicts yeah. from Los Angeles that have stayed at the Chateau yeah. Marmont. Go
1: with the comedian. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh,
0: a few months later, my mom was in bed with my brother reading a book on the history of the hotel. Mm. She turned to the chapter <gasps> with John Belushi Mm-mm. with a black and white portrait of him. Um, filling a page. My brother saw the photo and clearly recognizing it started giggling. What is it? She asked. He wouldn't answer her. He just continued to smile. She asked again, what are you laughing at? Do you know who that is? And he giggled and nodded up and down. <gasps> who is that? She asked. That's my friend. That's the funny man. <gasps> it turned out my little brother had been spending his nights playing games with a very lonely John Belushi. Aww. He was so young at the time. There was no way... There was no way he knew who John Belushi was Prior to all of this happening (laughs) What if he was super into SNL as a toddler (laughs) Naturally no one ever talked about his death In that bungalow to a toddler I hope you enjoyed this ghost story It made me feel sorry for John Belushi But I'm glad he found some solace Hanging out with my brother And hopefully got a few laughs from him Stay sexy, don't get murdered, Gina
1: Oh my god That's amazing That is such a good family story Yeah that's what we want. We want family stories. Yeah, we could
0: back that up. We could call the Chateau Marmont. We could call your
1: mother, we could call your father, yeah. brother. We want the story. I want the stories that like your family always knows and talks about and like that's the thing that happened to aunt whatever the fuck. Yep. Or they were thing. all there. Remember when we were kids and that's that thing that happened. Yes. It totally. might be about a fucking sinkhole. It might be about a fuck, a thing that was found in the wall. It might be about a, your grandpa was a murderer. We'll we'll just call them ant stories Ants, from now on. Yes. It's the story your aunt told you. We're, yeah. All right. Here is one called uh, murder in a com- uh, com- composting toilet. Okay. Hey, friends. <laughs> you don't composting like Composting toilet. So you it's where you pee and throw spinach. I don't know. Okay. Let's find out. All right. My name is Ava, and I often listen to your podcast while driving my younger siblings, age 15, 11, and 7, home from school. Appropriate? Probably not. No. Are they now huge fans of yours? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We got the 7 year olds Yes. Hell yes. Uh, Fuck you, Disney Channel. (laughs) When I I went to a hippie school in Los Angeles until eighth grade, and one of the things that the school is well known for is its biannual camping trips. Oh, hippie schools, man. <laughs> shit always giving you those sesame stick candies yeah and like gold stars instead of grades and like find your own curriculum yeah the fuck I want to take a nap work at your pace yeah we support your nap no shoes wash your feet wash the, the wash your feet class <laughs> okay uh, in 2014 my eighth grade class oh fuck she's young in 2014 my eighth grade class went camping at a strange uh, intentional community in okay. Central Oregon Intentional community. It was no accident That that community was there <laughs> I think it's like Living your life Intentional With intention With good, with intention Of like yeah, Fucking hippies okay. How about some rando shit Yeah Let's That's make shit about. weird And crazy Come on It's a thing I'm eating I don't know I have no intention Of finding out It doesn't matter it Pull tasted. a fire alarm <laughs> Let's fucking so get out of here <laughs> so Don't it's, do that Seven year old Do it Essentially Living not like us Yes but with unintention. Right Okay Boop boop boop. boop, boop, boop. Okay. Intentional community in Central Oregon. Think grown men striding around naked. People living in yurts and pot everywhere. Okay. It was certainly an interesting decision on the part of the school to take 25 eighth graders there for two weeks. Jesus. What? But apart from a few leering old men we had a pretty great time. Were the men naked? (laughs) Probably. I mean, what was leering at them, you know? Yeah. Uh, A few months after we left the community, I heard through the school's camping director and former resident of the community herself that there had been a murder at the community. (gasps) Apparently, some guy went crazy because his wife was sleeping with another man. So he killed his wife's lover, chopped his body up, and put the pieces into the composting toilet they had on site. A toilet that I had fucking used just months before. Oh my god so like a composting bin is like you use it to then feed the plants and stuff right yeah so i think it's just basically instead of
0: plumbing right or having to like actually put, put lay pipes if you will yeah um, I will. oh i will you shit into a bucket a bucket that then there's things in there that break it all down okay to return it to the earth gross. Right. Okay. Uh,
1: I'm not going to explain how a composting toilet works. (laughs) Well, and I just tried to, but I could absolutely be wrong. Well, she says because I'm not exactly sure and I don't feel like it. Okay. (laughs) But I will say that that, (laughs) that the toilet was a great place to put a body because it already smelled like decomposing matter from all the compost. The body wasn't found for weeks after the killing and when it was, I don't think anybody in the community really said anything to authorities or outsiders. What? The only reason I heard about it is because this employee at my school is friends with the people in the community and knows I love hearing about scandal and <laughs> scandal. God, it's not scandal. And told me all about it. Uh, all I know is that the killer was exiled from the community and presumably unleashed upon the rest of the world shortly after the discovery of the victims' remains. God. Anyway, that's my hometownish murder. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay sexy and don't use a, comp- a composting toilet, Ava. No problem, Ava. Ava, I was about to use one, and now I'm going to go use indoor plumbing. <laughs> um, Only so essentially, Molly. it's like a nudist. Colony. yeah for hit for hippies and people who like want to pretend that eating like a nut loaf makes them a better person, than okay,
0: me. but then also people who d- have no respect for the law,
1: right, well, yeah, like fucking street justice, don't you fuck my wife, you know, yeah, but no, no, hundred percent no, listen. Grow Look. up and put some clothes on. Please. Just at least some bottoms. <laughs> I don't want to see junk everywhere. Even just a simple loincloth. <laughs> Wrap some shit like, around you. Tape a leaf to your fucking dick, <laughs> is all I'm saying. With scotch tape. With scotch. Tape.
0: There's a seven year old listening. Oh, okay. fuck. Ava. Ava, please. Um This subject line is near kidnapping, near kidnapping, miss. Lighthearted. Okay. <laughs> mfm fam so my mom and her all and all her nine brothers and sisters grew up in Pacoima, california which as georgia says even though she grew up around los angeles she still has no idea where it is (laughs) i stand by that uh you probably know it from la bomba as richie valens grew up there too yes yes best movie anyway they lived about a block away from the elementary school they all and most of their children later on attended one day, my aunt was walking home alone from first grade. Uh-huh. Early oh, 70s, am I right? Go home. <laughs> yep. Good luck. You're six. <laughs> uh, when a strange... Let's ask the seven-year-old listening right now. Yeah. How much would that freak you out Can you if imagine? you had to walk alone for four blocks to your house? I imagine. Mean, they they don't do it anymore. No. It's not done. And most of us had more than four blocks to walk. Yeah. I think we had a solid two miles. Yeah uphill yeah okay both ways both ways um okay so she's walking home alone from first grade (laughs) when a strange man in a car calls her over and tries to lure her in with the phrase oh no come eat chicken
1: no that's not gonna work on a (laughs) six-year-old sorry
0: she was of course freaked to the f out and ran home crying where she promptly told her eight other brothers and sisters (laughs) what happened I guess since older siblings can be assholes, and she did make it home, they teased her about it what? for years, using, chasing her around and calling, come eat chicken. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, at her. This near kidnapping was used as a cautionary tale for all the kids in our family to show that you don't have to be far from home to be taken. Uh-huh, but also everyone will make fun of you about it. For the rest That's of it. right. That's That usually it's in your worst time when your siblings will find a thing to hang over your head for the rest of your life. When my own son at eight years old tried to convince me that he was old enough to walk the block home from his own elementary school, I told him this story as one of the reasons why close to home doesn't always mean safe. Mm. When I was done, he looked up at me with wide brown eyes, burst out laughing, and said only, why chicken <laughs> i guess kids don't scare as easily as they used to anyway my five sisters and i love the show wow, wow. five sisters that's six there's six sisters all together what's wrong Listen with your brothers what's that what's wrong with your brothers why do they hate us oh because they don't like fucking vocal fry life. fuck oh. you <laughs> whoops SSDGM veronica that was a great story veronica oh come eat chicken come, come eat, eat chicken, chicken. I picture it's the, it's the s- most interesting man in the world from the Dosaki's commercial yeah. sitting in a shitty
1: car, and it actually, he really just wanted to feed her like his new recipe of like the best chicken in the fucking world. That's right. He's like, "You must try this. My uh-huh. spices uh-huh. so spicy. Uh-huh. It's been brining and beer. All right. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. And just a drop of mayonnaise. Ew. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. I'm a chef. Oh right Drop of mayonnaise (laughs) Mayonnaise Mayonnaise Why is it so loose That it's dropping Ew 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 it's But you know why Because I left it out In the sun (laughs) Picture (laughs) the smell Of mayonnaise right now Go ahead I'm gonna let you do it No It's so sour Mm -mm. Yuck Do it
0: Because you making me Do that now You know my mayonnaise Memory is when my mom Would deep condition Her hair on the weekends By putting mayonnaise In her hair Like me and wrapping it with saran wrap and she had long nails and she would get mayonnaise under her
1: uh, nails yeah I and it know
0: was why i did that
1: a nightmare Now i remember that of this just disgusting smell yeah but the softest hair I mean really nice hair. The softest smelly hair. <laughs> it smelled like for two shampoos after. All right. Yeah. Listen. Look, you can afford Alberto VO5 I can now. Afford a one dollar ninety nine cent pack of fucking single use Alberto VO5. That's okay. right. Heat it up in a glass of hot water. Here that's right. madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. Murder, And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again,
0: don't forget, the code is all lowercase.
1: Goodbye. Okay, this is called When I Found Out My Dad Kidnapped People. <gasps> Hey, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Pet Menagerie. Nice. I'll try and keep it short. When I was 11, my dad took me on a trip to Los Angeles. He was really excited because... I was really excited because I got to see my family and never got to go with him before. He said it was a work trip, but he'd make time for me. Oh, thanks, Dad. I mean... (laughs) For your fucking family, what an honor! I know to be paid attention to as a uh, child. My most important thing in my life is work, but I will make time for this less important thing of you, my child. Listen, block out seven to seven thirty for an old daddy O. <laughs> We're gonna watch Three's Company together. That's right. You get a fucking TV dinner. Okay. One evening at dinner, TV, TV dinner, TV probably, dinner, he asked me what I knew about cults. <laughs> <laughs> at eleven, my answer was nothing. My dad proceeded to explain what they were to me And told me the the real reason for the trip He had been hired by parents to kidnap someone And do a deprogramming job Her dad was a deprogrammer for cults I had a brief moment of wondering if he had once kidnapped me Fair fucking assassin. Oh my question. God. But suddenly, all those warnings about vans and the game where we tailed people at the mall, quote, to show how easy it was to follow someone, unquote, made a whole lot more sense. Oh my God. Hey, let's play the following game.
0: Come on, Daddy wants to play the game
1: where he puts a silencer on a gun. <laughs> <laughs> He liked us to always be prepared and would hide in bushes and jump out and wanted us always to be ready. this is called child abuse oh my god he wonders why i need anti-anxiety medication wait (laughs) how he wonders i need anti-anxiety medication is beyond me yes he would play a game where he would jump out from the bushes so they'd be prepared dad knock it off i bet he was fucking pissed the one time she kicked him in the dick (laughs) that was her preparation no he was because he was wearing a cup and he was like perfect reaction yeah exactly you're my sensei whatever the fuck yeah okay then, all caps, this Thanksgiving, I found out that my mother was a getaway driver for one of these jobs. The other getaway driver had to drop out. The cops were on to him since he had, quote, killed some people since he didn't take shit from anyone. And then she says, um, what, Dad? Apparently, my mom posed as a nurse and helped kidnap actual double mint twins with my father. There's a lot left We've out have gone of off the rails entirely. Yeah, this chick is like... I'll try to keep it short and we're like, "Can you please write us four more pages of what the fuck is going on?" We need, yeah, you need to write a true a true novel about what's happening to here. us. Turns out they weren't in a cult, but needed to call their dad because he was controlling and was calling deprogrammers because they weren't talking to him anymore. What? So the twins father the twins had stopped talking to their father he probably sucked oh. so he had started calling deprogrammers to be like my my kids are in a cult can you please go <laughs> kidnap him and the kids are like no we just hate our fucking <laughs> controlling shitty dad he wants our double mint money yeah he wants that double mint money i wonder if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about double the pleasure double, double the fun It's a great man of the statement double gun. okay and then we all be twins in the commercial that's right okay um, Because they weren't talking to him anymore. Luckily, they were so mad at their father that they didn't call the police on my parents. Wow. This is the only couple of... This is only a couple of wild stories I've learned from my family. S. So
0: it is true that the dad was a cult deprogrammer. Yes. It was just in that one instance
1: it wasn't a cult that they were in. right they just wanted to get the fuck away from that right dad. s yes okay that was your submission for us to give you a book deal and <laughs> yes our new uh book imprint is coming out yes soon. we have decided to start a book company and you're our first book there is a
0: um a made for tv movie mm-hmm. that paul tompkins and i watched one time that is one of my favorite things i've ever seen and it is a the story and it seems to be like a true story based on a true story of a guy that ends up joining the moonies the cult in san francisco mm-hmm. and um the moonies were a cult that that really like got popular in the 70s and what they would do is they would go into san francisco and they would hold free spaghetti dinners mm-hmm. and if you were uh, like poor or starving or whatever or you like spaghetti or just fucking loved a nice marinara sauce. <laughs> you could go to these dinners and then they basically from there, they would do like cult fishing where they would send out like a hot guy or a hot girl, depending on your situation mm-hmm. and kind of get somebody to flirt you into like, do you want to come back to the thing with come us? It's so We, we, it's just, we love and we farm and we fucking. Yeah. So then you're suddenly weirdly looped into like, Oh, this is, I'm got some carbohydrates in my belly yeah. and someone's flirting with me and you know? all everything. It sounds just, so much better than I like. It streets yeah yeah and then they have them selling flowers on the street and they're slowly indoctrinating in mm-hmm. them into the cult mm-hmm. so this story is about a guy who gets fully into the moonies and he's like completely brainwashed he's doing all this weird stuff and his friend who is a stand-up comedian in this story it's like you know obviously not an exact person i don't mm-hmm. think but at one point this hilarious the friend who gets him out of the cult like basically goes into the cult and finds him Mm -hmm. and gets they they kidnap him and deprogram him is what made me think of it Mm -hmm. but the friend that's a stand-up comedian when they go to show him at his job the at a club he's dressed like a tomato (laughs) and it's like that alone i was like this is price of admission but Uh. then the whole actual story of how they have to hire a person that like they it's it is kidnapping They against their will
1: take them and they have to like convince them that they have been but maybe they're not maybe they want to live there maybe they want to fucking live on a farm with hot people instead of having to dress like a fucking tomato to make rent money (laughs) and And then barely which is true except if that the farm life would have been great
0: but they're not that's not where they live they get like basically It turns into slave labor okay and it turns into these people that are like weirdly dedicated they don't sleep and they don't eat that much and they're just out like running around trying to sell flowers in the streets of San Francisco lying in clothes and not a tomato costume that's exactly true they're Mm -hmm. not dressed like vegetables but all of their hard work goes to the yeah. Reverend
1: Moon, who is a, like a billionaire. Oh, that's why some Moonies from the Reverend Moon. Ooh, yeah, he I'm was gonna, in charge, and that's a real thing. It's a real thing. Okay, and he was like
0: an arms dealer. He got so rich off of the Shit. cult that he was like a real. That it's not. It's Wayne, seriously, but it's.
1: I should find the name of it. I'm gonna watch it.
0: I'm gonna try to do less describing <laughs> made for TV movies. Why why would you do that?
1: We have a whole spin off podcast <laughs> that we're starting with our book uh, cl- with our book imprint. In book imprint. Yeah. It's and they're gonna go together. They're gonna be like um companions. That's it's a companion piece right. where someone will tell a true story from their
0: life and then I'll just say Oh that reminds hey, that me that reminds of- me of a random thing. Exactly and thank you, Stephen. This was a 1981 Canadian drama <gasps> film called Ticket to Heaven. Ooh. I really recommend that you watch it. It's it's amazing
1: uh 1981 style entertainment, Canadian 1981 style entertainment, even.
0: And but then you really get to watch somebody get extracted from a cult, mm. and they had a thing. I don't know if it was all cults like that or if it was just in the Moonies, but they showed you how to kill yourself if you want to. No, 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 no. Really? Like cutting your wrist? Well, just that there's a way to to do it. Yeah, I know. And, but then there's a way to cut your wrist where you won't die, but you get out of, once you get yourself to a hospital, you're, you can't get re-kidnapped out of the hospital and the Moonies will come and get you. Wow. To get yourself out of like your parents' house, essentially. Or the family or wherever you've been kidnapped to. Like they know that people are going to do
1: that and they basically
0: tell you, attempt suicide so you can get out of there and we come take you back.
1: Don't do, if someone's telling you attempt suicide as the solution, even if they know you're not getting killed, you're in a cult You pause And get your hands On some protein
0: Yeah Cause it's a big thing Where they keep you awake And they feed you a sugar Nut loaf Constantly You must Demand soy Just eat a fucking A
1: chicken A huh. <gasps> Try this chicken. What was it? Oh, my God. Come, Come have chicken. Have chicken. And that is a full fucking story. He was trying to get her out of a cult.
0: Yes. Of her he family. The, he's the chicken deprogrammer. Dude, this fucking goes all the way to the top. This goes straight to the bungalow. at
1: <laughs> This is a fucking composting toilet of truth. In Los Angeles,
0: you guys kicked ass with your hometown. Yeah, thanks, guys. Those were all fascinating. There's
1: celebrity references. Yeah. We lo- that's all we care about. That's all we care about. <laughs> uh, send yours, your weird family stories to my favorite murder at Gmail. And thanks for listening. Yeah, and stay sexy and don't get murdered. Uh, goodbye, goodbye, Elvis. Want cookie? Ah! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Bye.